This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey everyone and welcome to the Same Old Arsenal podcast. So sorry for the delay. The good news was that Craig was coming back to host the show, but he's got serious issues with his internet. So we're trying to get him back. Um, Hopefully we'll just jump on the screen and he'll be there. But now I'm hosting. (laughs) I've not planned anything. I've not done anything. But obviously we're all going to speak about the wonderful Brighton game. First of all, I'd like to wish everyone in the chat room and everyone listening on audio, Happy New Year. Um, From all of us at the same old Arsenal. Oh, oh. Is that any better? Is my boss back? (laughs) Yes. I don't have to host. Get on with it, Craig. Perfect. Go on, Craig. Sorry, everyone on audio. Craig is now back, and I'm handing it all back to him. Oh, you've started without me. That's nice. Yes. Well, I gave you seven minutes. Cookie told me to carry on, so I thought, right, I'll just. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't put it We're all on live, me now. Craig. Come We're on. live. <laughs> okay. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Hello, everyone. Welcome back uh, to the same old Arsenal podcast. Hope you're all well. Um, I'm sure Amanda's done the introductions. Um, do I need to do any more introductions? I haven't done Albert and James yet. But oh, you haven't see, done Albert and James No, yet. all I did, I wished everyone Happy New Year. I said you were having issues, but I was so happy that you're trying to get back. And oh, I have issues. That Plenty of it. issues. Plenty of issues. Um, Amanda, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hello, boss. It's so great to see you back. And I absolutely love that top you're wearing. Yes, that's a China special, that one. <laughs> I've got two paws with, I, I'm too, I, I can't afford stuff out of the club shop <laughs> for anyone on audio he's wearing a lovely old what year was that Craig? Mm. oh 90, 90, 92, 92, 92, 92 I don't know 92, 93? Mm, right that. yes I think about 93. that about that Albert you're still stuffing your face I you am. a bit of turkey or <laughs> no, definitely not definitely not turkey. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to be back. Good to you, yeah, good, good. Also top of the league, man. It's, it can't be any better, man. Oh, I should stay away a bit longer. 
James, how are you, mate? It's been a while. I'm very well, mate. All the uh, all the better for having you back as host. Oh, no disrespect, you, Amanda. No disrespect. Oh, drink it in, drink guys. it in. <laughs> drink it in because the way that set up, the way that went, I might not be back. I might not be here next week. Um, lads, Amanda, let's start with you. Um, top of the league. Top of the league. I know. Since you've not been on the podcast, we've gone top of the league, Craig, and not once have we been <laughs> no. able to discuss it together. That's why I should, I should stay away. <laughs> no, it's absolutely fantastic to have you back. It truly is. I love being a guest. I've got nothing to do. Just sit here and wax lyrical about the fact that our team is top of the league and going great guns. Excuse the pun. Exactly. James, I mean, I don't think at the start of the season... Anyone would have been silly enough to say that in the you know the first week of the new year we'd be seven points clear at the top of the Premier League. It's mental, isn't it? I mean, not just seven points clear at the top, but thirteen points clear of fifth, isn't it? So, I mean, we're we're exceeding our expectations massively, and it's um, probably you know for the time being, at least for me, it's probably one of the best times being a supporter of the club. The football we're playing is fantastic. The players we've got, the support around um, around the club is just amazing. So yeah, long may it continue. Absolutely. Um, Albert, I was just saying to James, you might have heard me or you might not have heard me. The new year, mate, the first week of the new year, Arsenal seven points clear at top of the league. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, I mean, the start of the season, coming back off the end of last season, if anybody would have predicted this, even the most optimistic Arsenal fan would be lying through their teeth, Craig, to say that <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be seven points top. Um, and just there's so many different factors, man. Like the football's great, the manager, um, probably from looking from a, a, a fan's point of view, is they're probably warming to him, Craig. Even they don't, even if even if they want to begrudgingly admit it, but they are warming to him. And I think that Monday night football special with Carragher was a brilliant, brilliant insight to him, man. Seriously. Mm. I think so. I think Amanda, I think um the the documentary won a lot of people over. Mm. Um, I've heard a lot of people saying, oh, I wasn't too sure about Mikhail Arteta um, until I watched that documentary. You can see why, can't you? Because I still haven't oh, watched I... it. I still haven't watched it. <laughs> you haven't watched it, have you? No. Um, yeah, yeah, if you watched it, you'd understood why people um, warmed to him that, that weren't yeah. warmed to him, I suppose. Um, it has done him a lot of good, even though apparently he doesn't like, he hasn't watched it and he wasn't keen on it, I was told. So... Is really, really interesting. And I find social media really, really strange. I, I really do. It There's like, it's a weirdness, Craig, of two camps all the time. It started yeah, with no Wenger in, Wenger out. Then like, it's always like Mesut Ozil in, Mesut Ozil out. I mean, it was just, it's madness. And I saw, I saw a tweet today, actually, that I really disagreed with. And it was something like, oh, I've always backed Arteta. Now the people that don't should be apologising. I was like, do you know yeah. what? Do you know what? I'm like, okay, from day one, and Craig, we've supported Arteta, full stop. But, but people are allowed to change their minds. You know, people, people are allowed to, to, to have a different opinion and then change it. Absolutely, that's life and that's football. We don't all sit here and... Oh, anyway, so my point is this, yeah? It doesn't matter if you didn't support him then or now. Then and now you do. All it matters now is that we are all behind him 
and our team are doing brilliantly. Just enjoy it. I'm enjoying every moment. Who knows when it's going to end? Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Albert. Yeah, just quickly off the back of what Amanda's saying, and I've said this on, on here specifically, like, I think people have, Craig, I think people like drafted tweets for when it suits them, when they're going to come out and say what exactly what Amanda just said. Like, this is not, it's not, this shouldn't be the case. It's not that I told you so. It's like, my, my, my big thing is like, even with Ben White, I said, look, I'm not telling people, I'm not saying what I'm saying about him because I'm a Mr. Know-it-all. I've, I've done it purely based on what I've seen with my own two eyes when he's at Leeds, when he's at Brighton, now he's come to Arsenal. I knew, it, I had it, I just had a feeling he would be a good acquisition and he's proved to be that and more. So Amanda's put a spot on with that. It is, it's more, sorry, let me just cut. It is the, you're right, I'm wrong. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm right, you're wrong, rubbish, to be mm. honest. You know, everyone has a different opinion and, and now it's happening with Erdegaard. For God's sake. It's always that. It's, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's like, oh, I always wanted yeah. him. Do you know what? Whenever a player signs for us, I always sit on the fence. I just say I don't know anything about him. I had um, I had a, a, a podcast when Ben White was signed and the, the guest on there who wasn't an Arsenal fan said to us, oh, he's third in line at Brighton. I can't believe you spent 50 million. And I went, I don't know. Don't really know much about him. We we'll have to wait and see how he plays for Arsenal. So I can't sit there and go, oh, I was always for Ben White. And I can't say I was against him. I'm one of these that waits and sees. You know, I always thought Pepe was going to do well. I remember me and Kev on the other podcast we used to be on that constantly supporting Pepe. We were wrong. He didn't do it. But I I've always tried to support until they don't, if you know what I mean. But anyway. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Super chat coming in here from um, Max. Thank you very much, sir. Very kind of you. Liverpool have lost to Brentford 3-1. Uh, beating Brentford ain't for everyone. Newcastle, <laughs> big test, yeah. nervous, but I'm confident 3-1 Arsenal. Love the show. Max, thank you very much indeed, sir. Thank you very much indeed. This one in from Cole. Can we finally admit, James, that we're challenging for the title? Uh well, you can't really deny it at this point, can you? I mean, seven points clear, 16 games played. I mean, to not to say that we're not in it would, would just be wrong, to be honest. Um, I mean, there's obviously big tests to come, but I mean, going back to that previous comment with Liverpool losing 3-1 at Brentford, I mean, we're the only team uh, home or away in the big six to beat Brentford this season. It's not just the Brentford game, it's the Palace game, it's the Brighton game, it's the Leeds game, these tough away grounds that we've gone to that... I doubt we'd have even picked up points out in years gone by. But now we're going there and we're, I'm not going to say we're making them all look convincing because we've rode our luck at times, particularly in that game away at least. But we've come out on top winning these games. And what have we said in the past? If you want to be a title winning team or at least a title challenging team, you've got to win those games. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say we're going to go on to win the league, but it would be wrong, as I said, to say that we're not challenging for it at the minute. And uh, we certainly are. Absolutely. Yeah, but we are seeing a different Arsenal. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, whether you want to give Arteta the credit, whether you want to give the players the credit, whoever the credit, there's a different Arsenal there since he's been here. And I don't think anyone can deny that. I mean, going on what James says, the games that you have to win, Crystal Palace away, Leeds away, Brighton away. You know, if you're going to win the league, these are the games you've got to win away. How many times have we seen us not do it? I can remember when Wigan were up in the Premier League and we went away, had to go away to Wigan to, to get a result. We couldn't get a result there. Bolton Wanderers, we couldn't get a result at Bolton. Do you know, the, with, with no disrespect, 
those teams that you should be beating if you are on a title charge. Manchester City, look at, you know, Manchester City make it look too easy when they win the league, when they're playing these teams. You know, the Liverpools, when they won the league, made it look very easy. Now Arsenal are doing that. Um, I don't... I don't want to get too... I don't want to get too... What's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. This yeah. season, I promised myself that I'd take each game as it comes and that is what I'm doing. And what I'm seeing is definitely, definitely, Albert, a resurgent Arsenal side. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it, it, it kind of... What happened in off the picture in terms of sorry, the connection with the fans and, and, and the players... But Arteta's got a big say in that. Um, and it's a good thing you mentioned about... Cookie's mentioned the games that, you know, Arsenal have traditionally just just been nightmares in. Um, but away from home, um, I think you guys probably would have seen the stat. I, I can't remember the other two stats, but obviously for points, for wins, for goals, conceded, clean sheets, we're the best in the league. Um, if somebody said that to me five to ten years ago of an Arsenal defence and our, our performances away from home, I would have laughed at you. But that, that that's a drastic, drastic improvement. Um and the opposite end of the pitch in terms of our attacking final third, Craig, has been absolutely brilliant. Um, I used to moan about this constantly on here, on my channel and other, other channels. Just I, I never saw a fluidity. I never saw a consistency. I didn't really see our, our front three working in tandem and goals by committee, as that, that's often said. But, you know, even if you just look up someone, the two players, for example, with Saka and Martinelli in terms of goal contributions, that, that I'm sure it's probably... Late just be, just below twenty odd or, or probably around that figure nineteen twenty. That's excellent. I think it's twenty one between the yeah, two. Yeah, twenty one. Brilliant. So at this stage of the season, Craig is phenomenal, and that will continue. Um, we just we look more potent when we're more clinical. We we start games brilliantly. Um, you know, Craig scoring within the first what sixty six seconds. Yeah, against <laughs> against a team in Brighton, by the way. It's not the first time we've done it this year. Yeah. Against a team in Brighton, by the way, that had got the had, uh, were the best in the league with scoring goals in the first 15 minutes, scoring eight. We went there and scored in 66 seconds. Look mm -hmm. at the second half, for example, within two minutes. You're setting markers and making it difficult for teams to, to come at Arsenal. There's, there's a fear there of Arsenal. They don't want to play us. Mm -hmm. They used to love playing us, Craig. They could bully us, yep. could intimidate us. It's, it's only Arsenal. Certain comments by footballers that made about Arsenal and Cajonas, we won't go into that. But yeah, it's just, Craig, it's a completely different gear change um, as an Arsenal fan. How we look at this team is fantastic. Mm. Amanda, I want to go back to this comment here. This one comes in for Stephen. How are you, mate? Hope you're all well. Hope the family's well. Um, thanks for your question. We've got to remember, Amanda, this team is still a couple of years away from peaking. And I highly agree with that. Highly agree. For sure. Well, it, it's so true. And, and we thought, as, as Albert said at the beginning, I don't know one Arsenal fan that thought we'd be in this position on January the 2nd. I'm sorry. I don't know anyone. Yeah. Um, I certainly was hoping for winning the Europa League and getting fourth in the top mm. four. I'd have mm. taken fourth straight away. What he's only done and what this team has only done, they're so young. He's so right, sorry, whoever that question was from. He's so right. We are years away from peaking. And that's what's scaring the other teams in the league. Trust me, other fans are talking about us now. I mean, Tottenham fans, for a start, we've got Holly there. Yes, <laughs> hey, Tottenham Holly. Wife, what a time. Albert, Tottenham wife. Um, <laughs> 
Hey, Ollie. You're very brave coming in here tonight. Um, we're, we're, we're honestly, you've got United fans talking about us. City are now starting to think, you know, we're, we could. I'm not saying anything. I'm not on that train yet. Um, too much football to play. But we are, we are. And that is frightening because, honestly, if you look at our football, and we have to talk about Martin Odegaard, Saka. I mean, you just, the list is endless. Um, I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. It, it's, it's only going to get better. And let's just go back, shall we, to what Stuart McFarlane said on this show six to eight months ago and got lambasted by hundreds and hundreds of fans and the media. What he said was, in the next five years, watch us go. He didn't say you have to wait five years. He said, in the next five years, what only is coming through. Now, he's right. He's obviously as close to the players as, as Arteta, I suppose, being the photographer. And and he got lambasted for that because Arsenal fans heard, we've got to wait five years. No, you had to wait five months, not five years, because look at what's happening. Absolutely. James, it's a hard one to call. Um, I, I, I'm in the camp that I'm about to, about to ask if you're in it as well. I'm in the camp of, if we don't win the league, I'm not going to be too disappointed. Um, that might sound quite mad. That might sound quite silly um, coming from an Arsenal fan. Because as Amanda rightly said, you know, the aim for us all, and I think we'll all hold our hands up and admit, the aims for us all last season were a top four finish and to get the club back into the Champions League. This is going to sound awfully stupid as a question, but it is one I want to ask and one I'll ask the chat as well. You know, would you be disappointed, let's say, for example, if we finished third? I think it would depend on the nature of how that happens. At the minute, I don't want to put myself in any sort of category as to whether or not we'll win the league. I think... For now, I'm sure we could all agree we're all just enjoying this train that we're yeah. on and long, long may it continue. And the confidence that's growing within this team is giving me all the belief that we can go the distance because, I mean, seven points clear of a team like City that have invested so much have probably the best centre forward in world football when we're playing with, you know, with all due respect to Eddie and Ketter up front who's doing a brilliant job at the minute. Yeah. I mean, there's something special about this club. There truly is. And that's why I think this January transfer window is so important to us because we're in such a position of strength that we could lose to City twice and still be ahead of them. To not strengthen from the position we're in would be absolutely suicidal, in my opinion. Mm. We've got to bring in someone like Mudrick. I mean, Yao Felix on top of that um, would be sublime business as well because that would see our, our frontline future-proofed, even with a couple of injuries. I do worry a little bit about what could happen with an injury to Jacker, to Partey, to Erdegaard but you know we've got players like Fabio Vieira we've got Smith Rowe coming back um, we've we've got a lot of options now and I don't think the strength in depth is as bad as people are making out I think you know City have definitely arguably got that stronger squad than us but if we just bring in a couple of additions then we can certainly be there or thereabouts but going back to your question I, I wouldn't be disappointed with thirds um, that's that's exactly where we wanted to be this this season um, going into it but if we were to have an absolute implosion say come April when we're still in a position of challenging then I would be disappointed I really would be because that would show that that mental yeah. fatigue is still there a little bit but I think we we've got over that hump now um, that team's certainly shown that in many a game this season so yeah it's just a case of sustaining it but let's not forget our goal is to finish in the top four first and foremost and if we are there and thereabouts in the latter stage of the season let's make sure we're going for it 
absolutely. And I think you answered it as you answered it as I, I answered it myself. Um, it depends on how, um, okay. you know, because we're all too used to an Arsenal implosion. But I'm with you. I, I don't think I don't think there will be an implosion. I, I, look, we're going to get beaten. We, you know, we're going to get beat somewhere along the line, whether it be whether it be tomorrow, whether it be next week, the week, the week, the week after that. But I think. It's the way this team and the way the manager react to a defeat um, for me and the way they react on the pitch. Like Albert says, you know, we're scoring goals in, you know, 66 seconds against Brighton. We're scoring, you know, we've got an early one against Liverpool. We've got, you know, we've got a few early goals this year. So I am looking forward to the rest of the season. But as I said, I am taking it very, very each game as it comes. Albert, how important Martinelli, Saka and... Um, Saliba get those contracts signed and do you think they will? I'm pretty sure they will. I think Saliba is well at home here. I think Martinelli is definitely well at home here. And I mean Saka, well, you can't say much about Saka, can you? Well, I, I won't wax too lyrical about him with obviously the Nigerian connections to it. But no, uh, Craig, like I think Arsenal did, I think they did exercise it the extra year in Saliba's contract. Is that right? Because it would have been but then obviously they need to negotiate like a longer term contract. I, I, I'd be pretty confident that he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, and um, Sack, if it's Craig, Craig is mad if you think about it, right? Because Arsenal fans used to go, Oh my god, look how much the front line used to cost and assembled, like with Aubameyang and Lacazette and Pepe. Martinelli was what six, eight million, six to, six to eight million. Saka's an academy player, and Jesus obviously experienced, and Eddie's obviously. It's next to nothing, but if you look at the return that these guys are giving us, it's, it's phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. So, for once, I'm actually pretty confident in saying, in terms of contract negotiations at Arsenal, which I don't think I would ever say about certain players, it's it's, it's imperative we sign them up. Obviously, with Gabriel, we sorted that a few months ago now. Um, and listen, um. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because we're doing well, Craig, as well, like a long-term, a knock-on, as James has mentioned, with um, January coming up, um, you have to strengthen from the position of strength, man. The best clubs and teams do that. Mm-hmm. Um because we're not the in terms of volume and numbers, we're not at its at its biggest. But um, yeah, back to sort of the contract thing. I look as an Arsenal fan, if you're not confident that that'll get done, then yeah, I, I think you need to just chill a little bit. But I'm, I'm confident it will be get done, man. Honestly, I do, I do, I think so too. Amanda, who is it or where is it that we need to strengthen this team? I'm worried about an injury to party. I'm seriously worried about that. Um, 
we we haven't got another Thomas party on the bench. We just don't. However, um, it does seem that the mental strength of this team is very much different to last year. Let's just take Bryant, for instance, yeah. No one can really say that we were that great in the second half, okay? We would have lost that game, drawn that game last season. There is no doubt. There just seems to be this air of confidence that Arteta's obviously bred into the team, um, and they are a proper team there's no Abamyang, there's no Ozil, there's none of that click. It looks like they're all together. Mm. Uh, definitely Arteta obviously has to take uh, credit for that, but so does the captain. So for me, <laughs> I just want to keep everyone fit. But what is lovely is if Ben White goes off, we've got Tommy Asu. I mean, like for like in my head, you know, I, I, I love both of them for different reasons. Again, Zinchenko and Tierney, the argument um, with who you prefer, who you don't. But we have that cover. Then you've got Rob Holding, you know. Um, but we're okay there. Up front, we are okay because we've got Emil Smith-Rowe coming back. Um, that I mean, God knows how... I, do you know, I was thinking Harry's fitness and how long it's going to take him, but he yeah. doesn't need to be rushed back. And, and Arteta will manage that like he does with Tierney. And so we're quite a few, I would probably say idiots, but you know I'm like, I say what I've got to say, criticised Arteta for his substitutes yesterday. Didn't even think that tomorrow night we're playing Newcastle and there may be a reason that they've come off and been replaced, okay? He doesn't always get it right, obviously. We've seen that at the beginning of his tenure with there were substitutes that none of us could understand. But remember, we don't know if a player... if And also, a lot of it's part of the plan, you know? We, we, we've gone to Brighton, we've done well. Listen, it nearly went to 4-3. If it wasn't for VAR, we'd be at 4-3 and we'd all be going absolutely mental for the last 10 minutes or how long it was um, for that. But... I think, as Albert said, or James said, the strength in squad is not as bad as everyone's making out, but it's Jan the second. All you keep reading is that we're going in for Mudrick. And I don't know how you say his name. Hey, oh, Felix. How'd you say it? Jao Felix. Jao Felix. Took me ages to get a Bamiang's name right. So God knows how long it's going to take for that. So I do, um, I do sort of think that They've got their plan, Arsenal. And although I'm not on that train yet that we're going to win the league, you did ask, James, if he'd be upset if we didn't. I would now <laughs> at least get second. And I know I said that I will not go down that road until Feb the 15th when we played City. Mm. If we've beaten City and we've won our games up to then, I'll be on that train because James Johnson keeps telling me to get on the train. But I'm not on the train yet. So, um, yeah, going back to your question, I worry about the cover for party. Bring this one in here from Max again. Thank you very much, mate. Um, Craig, I've already checked into my hotel on the train to Arsenal winning the league. People have said it will only help um, if we get reinforcements. Yep, which we've just spoken to Amanda about. I do believe that to be correct. Like like uh, Albert said, you know, you've got to strengthen, uh, you've, you know, you've got to strengthen, uh, re-strengthen your strengths. 
Um, James, I'm going to play a, a little bit of devil's advocate there with Amanda's comment about the substitutions. <laughs> so um, is everyone in the chat room, Craig? Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> uh, they worried me. They worried me, those substitutions. I understand, you know, Mikhail Arteta thinking, oh, we're 3-0 up. Great, away from home. I'll take off Ben White. I'll take off Sinchenko and I'll rest them. But in the 60th minute? In the yeah, 60th it, minute? Yeah. I yeah, mean, I, you know, I and, and, and definitely... Definitely, unfortunately, those substitutions, dare I say it, weakened us. I mean, there were so many substitutions, weren't there? I think that that's the thing. If it was any other game, you might take off one or two, but we took off quite a few. We made wholesale changes. And where you've made two in particular in the back line, taking off White and taking off Zinchenko, I think we lost a hell of a lot of control a lot of balance, particularly in the defence. And then taking off Partey as well, bringing on El Nene, we lost even more control in the middle of the park. And you could just see that Brighton, at that point, started to emerge more into the game. That's when they had more and more of their chances. But in caveat to that, I will say that we have got through the game unscathed. We've got the three points. And I think looking back in hindsight... I'm glad we did make those substitutions because we've got Partey off the pitch. We've got White off the pitch. We've got Zinchenko off the pitch. Two of those players we know have injury problems. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, if it wasn't for Tommy Asu coming back from a slight injury, I think his performance was quite quite rusty. You wouldn't normally see that from him. And the same um, goes to Tierney. I mean, he played against West Ham. I would have expected maybe slightly better from him coming in against Brighton. Um, but I'm not I'm not too too worried considering we've gone through the game. And they, they were substitutions that at the time I, I certainly wasn't complaining about given the scoreline, but it's it's a calculated gamble. Um, the performance did dip, but it has paid off ultimately, and we can now go into this game against Newcastle, having rested those key players to our team. The only two that I would be slightly worried about suffering from a little bit of fatigue is Saka and Martinelli, um, because I think they played the full 90, and I'm pretty sure they played the majority of the game as well against uh, West Ham, if, if not all of it. So they're the only ones I'm looking at, considering they're so young, as being um, slightly risky at this point but uh they didn't show any signs of fatigue in the game and hopefully that's the case tomorrow can i just say Albert. one thing sorry, yeah, Craig. Go one thing, sorry. first right. of all i didn't mean idiots it's just that i see idiots on social media losing their rag i don't mean you're all idiots <laughs> if you criticized it i should have used a different word so i am apologizing for that i just don't understand why people go absolutely off their heads worrying about stuff because i think because of newcastle and the second i'm oh, sorry i've lost my train of thought but um just what you were saying about saka he never looks tired cookie he just never looks tired. Every game, I think, God, is he going to produce the same amount of energy and display? And he does. But anyway, sorry. You're not idiots. Not at all. Not at all. Albert, what were your feelings about those substitutions? You're you sitting in you sitting in the, you know, you sitting next to me in my train here, or uh, are you are you in another carriage? Um I, I, I saw the, the substitutions was always made a big thing anyway. But I think um as for the for example, it with substitutions, it can go either way. It can disrupt the flow of the team or it can be positive changes. But I get it at 3-0. But I think with even with the Brighton second goal, for example, that wasn't down to substitutions. That was a Saliba mistake. Mm. And he played, well, he started the game, didn't he? So uh, I think it's touching a little bit on what Amanda's saying with uh, some of the reactions he's asked. Was, I, I do have to laugh sometimes, Greg, I'll be honest. Um, I'm like, Brighton's a good side, you know. Like, despite, yes, they had a, Big player missing in um, Casado, who's like, that's like us not having Thomas Party playing. That's how important he is for them. But, and McAllister. Yeah, yeah, McAllister as well, who's, you know, World Cup winner and that. But um, yeah, I, I didn't make too much of it, Craig, you know. I, I just think, 
Arsenal fans will hang on to anything, even in wins, just to, just to spark a debate or controversy. But I didn't really think too, too much of it. And it, I think it's key in terms of the likes of Zinchenko and um, Thomas Party, who are high-risk injury people. Remember that. Please remember that. Because when they get crooked and you start moaning about there's no replacements, you know what I mean? You, you got you to look at it from that point of view as well. That's important. So, yeah, I wasn't too, too um, um, you know, I wasn't in the camp on sort of the people losing their heads on social media, put it that way. No one worried about Odegaard getting injured, no? Because I am. Oh. Absolutely. The player, he is the player I wanted Mercer Ozil to be. Do you know, he it's is. interesting. Yeah, someone else said that today yeah. about the fact that he just didn't, uh, this is what we expected Ozil to be like. Yeah, he is absolutely fantastic. And what a talent we have got on our hands here. And I mean, I'm even hearing whispers about Real Madrid wanting to yeah, come back that. and buy him back and all yeah. this. They've got the first option and oh my God. I mean, surely no one's put that into the contract. I mean, <laughs> this is Arsenal Football Club we're talking about. But we took him on loan and... You know, there was a fair few Arsenal fans that when he when he signed for us weren't weren't happy. Where's the shock? Um, and he's getting better and better. And that pass on Saturday, oh my god, oh my god, yeah. sublime, exquisite. I, I kept rewinding it to just, just keep watching the pass. He Look, I mean, if if, if 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 Mohamed Salah had done that, or if Lionel Messi had done that, or if Ronaldo oh had done god. that, it would be being yeah. replayed and replayed and replayed and replayed. It, it, it's it, true. It, uh, well, it is a messy pass. <laughs> it, it's just, and, and the fact that Martinelli knew what he was going to do. I mean, yeah. it just happened so quick. And uh, they did, they did like sort of not wax lyrical about him on Match of the Day, but they sort of were like, you know, they were raving. But I've been arguing with my city mate about De Bruyne, who I love. He is my favourite other player from another team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm saying he's not far behind him and I'm being laughed at. But I honestly believe that. What do you think, Craig? Do you think he's... I think I think Kevin De Bruyne is probably a bit, a bit more direct than he is. Um, you know, Kevin De Bruyne can get the ball and, and move with it, whereas Odegaard seems to, to me, it likes, he likes to get the ball, receive it, look up and move it on. Um, mm. You know, and whereas De Bruyne would pick the ball up on the halfway line and keep running with it, you know. I think they're two... I think they're two completely different players, but I, I can't see how anyone at the moment, at the moment can say that he's 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 far away from De Bruyne because but don't get me wrong I'm not comparing him I'm not saying he's as good as him mm. um but he's certainly showing that he could be um or he certainly can be uh this one comes in from unique 79 hello pal good to see you in the chat box I hope all is well hope we have a good Christmas um and thank you very much for your kind donation question for the panel if Arsenal win the league will Mikel Arteta be a one-hit wonder like Claudio Ranieri at Leicester City or will he go on to dominate like Guardiola and Klopp? Happy New Year, everyone. Many happy returns to you, sir. What a question. James, we will come to you first on that one. Always oh, coming to me with the biggest one. It's a great question. <laughs> yeah, it's a fantastic question. I think I'd be leaning more towards the Klopp-Guardiola um, reign just because with Ranieri, it did very much feel like a flash in the pan. Like Leicester the season before, you know, there, there hadn't really been anything building at Leicester. I mean, what he did there was unbelievable with the players at his disposal. I mean, the, the likes of Wes, Wes Morgan, um, Robert Hoof, you know, Mark Albrighton, you know, looking at these as Premier League winners. These were not Premier League 
uh, title-challenging levels of players. What happened in that season was, um, I, don't want, I don't want to use the word fluke, I don't want to disrespect what Leicester did, but it's it's not going to happen again anytime soon. I've never seen anything like that happen in my lifetime in any sort of league around the world, apart from maybe when Montpellier won Liga in 2012. I mean, I've just not not seen it happen. Um, so I would say it's, it's different in the sense that, yeah, we, we've been building something, um, we saw it bubbling away last season. We're now seeing it come to the fore this season. It's now just a case of sustaining what we're doing, building on it, because like that comment said earlier, this team isn't peaking yet. Uh, we've still got years to come. I mean, we do have players that you look at and think we do have to replace at some point. I mean, Partey is going to be 30 this year. Jack will be 31. Realistically, we'll have to look to bring in midfielders at some point. But apart from that, our defence is pretty much all under, I think it is all under 25. Um, I think Zinchenko might be 26. Apart from that, I mean, they're still very, very young. Yeah. And then our forward line, again, is entirely pretty much under 25. Our, our nucleus is um, 21. When you look at Saka, Martinelli and uh, Saliba, if we can keep those three players and just build the team around those three, I mean, God, we could go for the next decade pretty much. Mm. So there's a lot to be excited about. I don't want to start waxing lyrical that we're going to dominate English football, but all the ingredients are there to certainly be a force in English football for the years to come. Absolutely. Albert, I mean, you can't disagree with what James has said there. I mean, you know, we've all been saying for the last God knows how long, we just want our team to be challenging. Um, And here we are. We're challenging. Um, No one can deny the fact that we are challenging. You know, what, you know, what more, what more have that team got to do before people are actually going to turn around and go, do you know what? Yeah. I'm on board. I'm on board. Um, it's interesting you, you ask that question because I think even looking at sort of rival fans the way they're talking about Arsenal, sometimes they talk more positively. They talk more positively about us than some of our own fan base. This is crazy, but it's true. It's true. It's true. I think, but even I think Craig, they recognise that you know what, there's something seriously going yeah. going on good at Arsenal, not just with our tech with the players as well. Um, in regards to the question. Um, as good as Liverpool have been, Craig, like winning a league is difficult. You know, Liverpool won the same, Liverpool won the same amount of Premier Leagues as Leicester. Blackburn. As good as Klopp has been, he's, he's, you know, City have been a dominant, dominant fool. So it's it's interesting, Craig, because I look at it with Arteta, for example, right? It's a great question, by the way. It's like, People talk about, uh, I'm, I'm, as an Arsenal fan, depending on your age, for example, I'm used to seeing Arsenal winning league titles and then this and that. But then Arteta was the cone man. He's a PE teacher. You know, he could win the league. <laughs> so it's it's interesting that you get a question like that in the chat. Where if you look, if you gauge the the feeling around Arteta at the club, you that almost asking that question is like, well, well, it makes sense now because we're doing really, really well. But it's amazing, it's amazing how the shift can change. Now, you know, he could go on and win the league title, um, which would be amazing. Whether, like James has said, you've got the ingredients in terms of the nucleus of the youngsters in the team. Um, I didn't think this would come great, to be honest with you. I thought Arsenal, in terms of um, competing for a league title, looking at average age of the, the teams in the league, I thought it might be another two or three years, probably. Um, mm. But it's come now, as Amanda yeah. said, five months. So, um, listen, time will tell with that. Arsenal need to get it right in the short term, in terms of January. And as James has mentioned with the players that are touching the peak of their careers, because they won't be here forever, it's about um, Arsenal making the right strides long-term. So as long as they meet in the middle, listen, um, we've got a defence that's going to be around for a long time. Got an amazing front three at the moment. Um, and it only get better, Craig. 
and you know let the rivals panic. That's what I said. Absolutely. A question that I'll come to all of you with um, that I've been couldn't wait to ask you all this question. Amanda, has the process finished? <laughs> no, it's just starting. <laughs> Absolutely. I want to just answer the quick question before he's definitely going to be Klopp and Pep. He's not going to be a one-hit wonder. James, the process. This process. Trust the process. When's it going to start? When's it going to end? Is this the very start of the process or are we halfway into the process or is it coming to an end, do you think? Oh, why should it come to an end? Like, yeah. At what point do we stop calling it a process and start calling it normality? I think those <laughs> three years okay. be building up to where we are now, where we've gone through the likes of Arteta winning an FA Cup with Mustafi and Socrates and Torreira and the rebuilding of the squad and the moulding of the players we've got now and the development of players like Saka, Martinelli, Erdegaard, the emergence of players like Saliba. It's all coming together now and there's been that process over the last three years. And I still think the second half of this season will be part of that process. But the very start of next season should just be Arsenal are back, service is normal, Thank you very much. Albert, the process. Where are we, mate, in your opinion? The process is always ongoing, man. Listen. Um, exactly. It's true. It's always ongoing, Craig. Craig, you win the exactly. league, you win the league, you go again. You strengthen. Yeah. You enhance on what you've already got. Um, people get really fixated with the word process. It makes their blood boil when they're arguing with Arsenal fans. It's like, just, if you look at where Mikel Arteta was over three years now, He's been here. So, yep. you know, we ain't won the league in a long time. We haven't competed for a long time. That has changed. And as an Arsenal fan, you cannot complain about that. I don't care what your feelings are towards the manager. He's doing well. So, listen, um, the process is on Guy and Craig. Um, even if we, you know, have a street party in months to come, hopefully if it happens, um, it's still ongoing, man. Champions, I want to see us win another European trophy. Mm. I don't. I want think to... the Champions League. <laughs> oh, here we are now talking about winning the Champions League. But look, <laughs> you know, forty-three turned forty-three last week. I'm still, you know, I, I've seen Arsenal won the league. I've seen Arsenal won the League Cup, FA Cup. Everything, you know, yeah. seen them, seen them win it un, unbeaten. I think the cherry on the cake would, you know, to see Arsenal actually go forward and win a Champions League. And look, who knows? Um, great, just great, who knows? Great, great. One more. Great, one more thing, sorry. You know what's even more impressive about Arsenal as well, right? Because you know, obviously, the media love us and certain sections of our fan bases love our club, obviously. But they can't turn around and say, for example, because Chelsea won the Premier League a few seasons ago, was it under Conte, where they had no Champions League football? Mm. We're in Europe with not a great number of players in our squad depth and we are top of the league by seven points. So you can't throw that one at us as well. And through at top of the group in Europe as well. So there you go. And uh um, this one comes. <laughs> this one comes in for Max. Max, let me just tell you this, Max. You can't. You look. I, I appreciate it. If you want to keep dishing me out tennis, that's great. But you can ask a question um, with, with, without having to pay for it. But we earned a lot of money tonight. What's my cut again, Craig? What's that? What's my cut again? That's your cut. Yeah, your cut. Yeah, all right. I'll give you. I'll, I'll buy you a portion of chips when I come over next. Um, Question for the panel. What do we do? We need to talk about our Spurs United, Liverpool, Chelsea, and City fans are holding secret fan meetings to try and stop this team. 
They are worried. Personally, I love it. Come on, you gooders. I love it too. Um, I think what that kind of um, points towards is, did anyone see, I think he was a Tottenham fan, um, after the game against West Ham, saying that the, the, the league is whipped? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, the league is oh, rigged yeah. for Arsenal to win it. Um, and he done another he done another video today as well explaining to all the uh, other Premier League managers on how to stop Arsenal. Um, it was a it was a video put out, you know, telling him that um, all we all Premier League managers have to do is take Martinelli and Saka to the outside, and you'll beat Arsenal. That's Amanda. all right. And we'll have Odegaard go in the inside. Exactly, exactly. And we'll have party <laughs> running in as well. Lovely. Yeah. And that, yeah, Please so. do that. Please try that. No, it I is always, Amanda, I always love it when other teams start hating us because oh, it, it hasn't we, happened for so long. No, we've um, become relevant, Craig. We've, be, we've gone from banter FC to now a team that everyone is talking about to now a team, as, as, as Albert rightly said, people are worried about playing us again. Yeah. I, honestly, it's wonderful to be that relevant that we're that bothering that with so many fans are bothered about us that, but they should be bothered about us, Craig. <laughs> That's the thing, and it's great. It's absolutely great. I'm just keeping quiet to all my other friends that are not Arsenal fans. I'm just doing nothing. I'm just enjoying every game. Every moment we're top of the league, because what has to happen is you enjoy it now. We just don't know how long it's going to last. Yeah. We are going to lose the game and it's, it's going to be the weirdest feeling. But I, we do have to say, as much as the mental strength of the players and Arteta and everybody else, the fans have been phenomenal. Um, it is just wonderful to watch it when we go, when another team scores and we're just clapping the players back to the centre spot. It's wonderful. So we're all in harmony. Every other club's getting very, very stressed about it. Could it be any worse for Tottenham at the moment? Could it? Could it? Yeah, I mean, they are playing it's, it's dire. <laughs> <laughs> this season, they're playing dire. They're just, they're not, they're all upset with their manager and stuff. And there's the uh, red and white club down the end of the uh, N, what are we, N4, do, doing this and enjoying exactly. being top of the league. Quietly going on about playing football. Um, absolutely. This one comes in from Jesse. I like this one. I'm going to have to change the name of the show now. Um, but you see, Jesse, a little secret I must, I must uh, tell you is I'm actually a time traveller. And um, <laughs> I can tell you now that Arsenal do win the league this season and they go on to win it for another 10 years on the trot. 
Um, so that's the reason why I called it the same old Arsenal, because it's just the same old Arsenal, just win the league again, uh, win the cup again, win the Champions League again. So, you know, there you go, an exclusive um, from me straight out. James, um, big game tomorrow, mate. It's a big game. Now, Nigel, um, Nigel, how are you? So lovely to see you in the chat. Um, Nigel said, we have to be careful because... Saliba's on four yellows. Gabriel's on four yellows. And I think Martinelli's on four yellows. And Saka's on four yellows. Um, Now, am I right in saying that if they get booked tomorrow, they miss the FA Cup game? But that's what I said, Chloe. Everyone's saying that they don't. And I thought, like, so I was going, everyone needs to get booked in the 91st minute tomorrow, you know, so they miss Oxford, which always carried over to the FA Cup. But apparently it doesn't. Right, so can right. anyone actually find yeah, this out? Not. In the chat I've just room? I've just looked it up. But why? Um, you always did. So do yeah. we need them to get a red card then, James, in the ninety-first minute? Like <laughs> I missed one guy. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think we want to get a red card. I, I mean, I'll uh, <laughs> <laughs> tap on the sideline. Two feet. Two oh, feet. Go oh, in. Handball. Just handball yeah. it. Four nil up. Just yeah, handball you know, it. You know what? You, know, you see with the yellow card thing. You know, I, I don't know if I'm. I, maybe it's me, but you see with the Brighton when they scored the first goal, because I think Saka was on a yellow card at the time, and I actually think he could have made the tackle there, but I, I think he stayed on his feet for that very reason. Yeah. I, I, that's what I think. I, I thought that at the time. And I thought, yeah, maybe he's thought. You know what? I'm, if I take him out, I'm going to be out the next game. That's what it, I you know. That's a, that, and that is a very, um, you know, it's a very good point. Is Saliba tomorrow? Is Gabriel tomorrow? You know, are, are they going to be, oh, Jesus Christ, if I go in for a tackle in now and get booked, I'm out for, is it, who yeah. have we got next? Um, who have we got next in the league? Is it Spurs? No. Um, yeah, next it weekend. Is. is it Spurs? Yeah, it's Spurs. We've got Oxford. We've got Oxford. Yeah. So, I mean, if they, if they don't miss the game, if they can play against Oxford and it's only for the league, you know, if Gabriel gets booked, if Saliba gets booked, if Saka gets booked, they're all out. For the Spurs game. Martinelli, if he gets booked out for the Spurs game, I mean, that is going to take some management tomorrow. Um, Amanda? Oh, don't. I I didn't realise it would be Spurs. We need to get him a red card, Craig. (laughs) (laughs) Handball in the 91st minute. Then so well, that's yellows. even worse because then they'll miss if we get a red card, then they'll miss the FA Cup, no, the Spurs just, game, and then Man United. Don't they only miss one if it's not dangerous? Two yellows, two yellows, two yellows. we need two, yeah, we need about six yellow cards in the 91st one, minute because, yeah. but I, I don't know. Listen, if they haven't, um, in the 91st minute, if they haven't got yellow cards, we ain't got worry because they'll be playing against Spurs, but. Yeah, I always used to do the FA Cup. He'll have to manage it tomorrow night. He will manage it tomorrow night. And tomorrow night is going to be probably one of our toughest games. I'm yeah. telling you now. I think we all know this. And the ground's going to be rocking tomorrow night. Yeah. Big time. Big, big game tomorrow, James, um, against Newcastle, who, you know, all due respect to Eddie Howe, what what a team um, that, he's, yeah. that he's, he's put together there. And again, another, I think, another example of how, how a manager has you know got those players together, explained the situation, explained what he wants them to do, and all those players are on the same sheet um, as Eddie Howe, much like how all the Arsenal players you know are singing from the same sheet with Mikhail Arteta. 
Yeah, and what I really like about Newcastle is they're, they, they've obviously come into a hell of a lot of money, but they're not spending for spending's sake and they're not spending unnecessarily on players. I mean, when you look at them in contrast to a team like Chelsea, who went out and spent $62 million on the likes of Kukurea, they bought in Koulibaly um, in the summer, bought in Fafana, spent you know upwards of $200 million in the summer. I don't think Newcastle spent a, a whole amount of money apart from Isaac and Pope, but these are good signings as well. And when you look back to last January when they bought in uh, Dan Byrne, who you know you looked at as a solid Premier League player, but not kind of elite level, um, it's players like him that are now the foundations of this Newcastle side. I mean, even players like um, Chris Woods and before Eddie Howe even came in, Callum Wilson, these players are really coming to the fore and um, building what is a, a very, very good Newcastle side at the minute. And if they carry on going, they definitely will get top four because if you look at the likes of Chelsea, Liverpool, them stuttering and faltering, I think they're well within a shout of doing it because Eddie Howe's a great coach. They've got very good players and they're a team, which um, I don't think... I look at Spurs, I look at Chelsea, I look at Liverpool. I don't see them as teams at the minute because football is such a collective sport. You need the manager to be doing well. You need the players to be doing well. You need the support to be behind you. And I think Newcastle, similarly to us, have got all of that going forward a bit, a bit. So I think tomorrow night, it's going to be an excellent game. Really, really looking forward to it. It, it will take some beating to do them, but we're at home. <clears throat> I would expect us to beat them at home, despite how well they're playing. Um, and I think we can do it. Albert, how do we beat Newcastle tomorrow night? What's, what's, what's going to be the, you know, the deciding factor? Um, hopefully, for me, it's straight from the off, straight in, at pace, you know, one-twos, you know, Martinelli on one wing, Saka on the other wing, hurt them down the wings, get Enketio into the box there, get Odegaard onto the edge of the box. I think... I think at the moment, Arsenal are starting games very, very well. Um, and I think, like you said um, earlier on, it's, you know, it's, um, it's what's the word I'm looking for? It's standing to us that we're starting games so well. Yeah. Instead of starting slowly, um, that we, we've seen, you know, we've seen Arsenal start, side start slowly. You know, my dad always used to say to me, Arsenal, are only, Arsenal only play better when they go one nil down, um, this, that and the other. Well, that was in might have been in his time. I don't know what he's watching at the moment, but um, he's right in what he's saying. Really, there was there was times where Arsenal only only came to life, um, uh, you know, when we went one nil down. But at the moment, Albert starting games very fast, and especially Amanda says, and like James says, the crowd going to behind them. They're going to have to start. They're going to have to come out of the traps fast, aren't they? Yeah, hopefully they they will do. Um, New, I think Newcastle. One thing they they are one thing they have been very good at. Um, Craig and the rest of the guys is um, defensively they're very good, but they've only conceded eleven goals in the league. Um, they've drawn a lot of games with Craig. I think seven now. Um, probably that hence the reason why the gap between us and them. But defensively they're very good. And listen, as much as as Cookie's touched on in terms of yes, they've got a lot of money coming in now. But the likes of Burns been around for a long time. I think Nick Pope. I think they've probably even got him on a free from Burn. I'm not for sure. But Almiron's been there for a number of seasons. He's been he's been brilliant for them. I don't know how, I don't know what the transformation has been there for him, but he's a player we're going to have to look out for tomorrow night because he's been on red hot form for quite a while now. Um, so defensively, they're very, very solid, but you have to be confident as an Arsenal fan, one being at home. Our record at home to Newcastle is fantastic. Um, as you've mentioned before, we're starting games really, really well on the front foot, but we might have to be patient tomorrow. Mm. Um, we're going to have to be because, like I said, defensively, they're very, very good. Eddie Howe's got them drilled really, really well. And um, it's going to be a tough game, man. Um, but I'm confident we could probably nick it, Craig, to be honest with you. But um, yeah, there's going to be times we might have to, we're going to have to be patient. 
Definitely Amanda, what, what do you reckon? Um, well, I went for 1-0 on Saturday in the last show we did here. Um, Carl, my other half, went for 4-2. Believe it or not, that is the second prediction on the run. He's got correct. Who would have predicted 4-2? But he did. Um, I think, so Suburban Guna, who couldn't make tonight, he predicted a draw against Brighton. I have to say I'm going for a draw tomorrow night, which is odd for me. I'm normally a win, but I just, I'm not sure about Newcastle. <laughs> They're such a good side at the moment. They're not losing either. So I'm going to all, but praying for 3-2. I'm very optimistic about it tomorrow, and I think we'll win. I, I, no, I think we'll win well. I'm going for 3-0. 3-0? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because great. Arsenal. I think with the crowd behind them on the back of the you know the last few results, on the back of the last few performances, confidence is going to be high, trust is going to be high, you know, the to get the togetherness is going to be tight. I think we'll beat Newcastle tomorrow, and I think we'll beat them quite easily. Um, come, come on, Martin Ellie. Rip rip Kieran Trippier a new one, mate. Come on, mate. Absolutely. On. Absolutely. This is Max again. Max, you're going to be skint, mate. Max. Oh, is, it, <laughs> is he another is it one? Day or something? Um, thank you very, thank you very much uh, again for your uh, another kind thank donation. You, thank you yeah. very much. I might be able to afford a night out if I carry on for another hour. Um, Max says, "Can we get a song for Odegaard? Uh, everyone has everyone has one. He's been he's been fantastic this season. Three man in the match performances: Wolves, West Ham, mm. and Brighton. Um, don't worry, Craig. I love this show." Especially Amanda. Oh, hey, hello, you know, Amanda. You're the bad guy. You know. Hello. What I want to know about Odegaard is, <laughs> if he comes from Gibraltar, how comes he plays for Norway? Does he come from Gibraltar? That will drop there with a few yeah. people there yeah, now yeah. Um, in a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Am I missing something? <laughs> You'll get it, Amanda. You'll get it. 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 Yeah, tomorrow night, I, I, I think we'll win. And I think we'll win. I think we'll win quite well. Well, um, the news is, Craig, tomorrow night, that young man Albert is going to be sitting next to me. Really? This is the yeah. first time he's ever watched a match with me. So this yeah. is going to be interesting. We may even do a little live. I don't know how you do them, but we might That'll do a little good. live. I'm sure um, Albert will show you. At yeah. half time and maybe full time. But, um, Albert, what's your prediction? Because I'm too old. Um, oh god, I think if Callum Wilson didn't play in the last game for Newcastle. I don't know if he's injured or not. Um, he's back, um, he's back. Is he back? Yeah, he, yeah, he'll definitely be back tomorrow night, probably. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go Arsenal, I'm gonna go Arsenal 3 1. Arsenal 3 1. And cooking, I I, 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 all of you, I, I'm too old. Yeah, look, I mean, I hope, <laughs> I hope I'm not crying tomorrow night, yeah. but <laughs> I, I, I think, um, I think, I think we, I think we're gonna beat them. Um, this one comes in from uh, Yomi. I hope I've said that right. Trippier is missing. Five yellows. Wow. Okay, cool. I don't think that's right. Is that... Double check, James. Go on. Come on, James. Um, Come on, Sato. I'm fairly <laughs> certain he's on. He's on Google. For everyone on audio, James is just looking at Google. Just to you know what, sure. James? I'm, I'm, I'm on the James, Shield Gazette right got, now. And they're James, saying he's got one off. Yeah. James, he got, got booked, um, he got booked on Saturday, didn't he? I mean, last okay. game. What do you think yeah. the score's going to be then? Do you go, you go? Okay, let, let yeah, let's let's get back to that. I think um, 
<laughs> I'm not confident we'll score loads because, I mean, this is a Newcastle team that have lost one game in, what, 17 this season? So they, yeah. they're going to be really, really tough to beat. I think if we do do it, um, I think it'll just, just be 1-0. 1-0. Ooh. All right, look, three points. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's, 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 let's just all hope for three points. You know, yeah. I mean, in a game of soccer, or so, oh, that's living in Ireland too long now. In a game of football, um, you can score a goal in a second and you only need to get one more than your opponent get three points. That's what it's all about to my three points. I don't care if Newcastle have 99 shots and hit the bar 99 times and we only have one shot and it goes in the back of the net. That's what I think people, a lot of people I think on social media miss that. They miss that point that I don't care how they play as long as they win. As long as they win. Because how many times have we seen it through the years since, let's get through the Premier League, since the Premier League started? Most champions, I would say 95% of the champions have had a little bit of luck along the way. I've had poor performances along the way and still got a result. That's what you need in football. You need a bit of luck. You I can't think we go got all our luck in that Leeds game. God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Brighton, we got a little bit of luck with the VAR decision because when that went in, yeah, I went down on my knees in front yeah. of the telly going, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. This is going to be yeah. four all. Yeah. Do you know? And then, you know, the relief of, of, of VAR when it, when it wasn't given. So you need to have that bit of luck. Look, like I said earlier on, we're going to get beat. We're going to get beat, and it might be tomorrow. It might be against United. It might be against Spurs. Touch wood, it's not against them. But it's again, it's the way we react um, yeah. the week after. You know, you know. We've well, if, seen if we get beat tomorrow night, Craig, then Albert's never sitting with me again. I can tell you that. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be Albert's fault. If we get beaten tomorrow night. I'm not coming back on this podcast <laughs> for the rest of the season. <laughs> See you next year. <laughs> yeah. Lads, we're going to leave it off there. Um, thank you very much to everyone uh, into the chat box coming and watching us live. We much appreciate it. Uh, whether there's one, two, three, four, five of you, 50 of you, 500 of you, 1,000 of you, everyone, every single one of you um, is appreciated. Um, a big thank you to Amanda uh, for keeping the show on the road for me. Thank you very much, Amanda. Um, the Arsenal, what Arsenal means to me series was very, very, very good. Oh, thank you. It was really lovely to have all the guests on for that. If anyone's missed them, I've done seven shows with all different sort of Arsenal fans and stuff. But I want to thank you because next week is my year anniversary being on this platform. Is it really? January the 9th was my first show and I was shaking. I remember Graham Graham being on and my Tottenham friend because we were playing Tottenham and I was a nervous wreck. So, um, yeah, yeah. Part of the furniture, part of the Have furniture. I passed my probation? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, contract, contract's in the post. Um, great to be sitting in the hot seat again. Great to be back with you all. Thank you very much for all the messages, all the people in saying, oh, it's great to see me back. Hello, I am back. Thanks very much indeed um, yeah. for those kind messages. Jamesy boy, thank you very much. No need to thank me, mate. Absolute pleasure having you back. Thank you very much indeed, sir. Albert. Thank you very much uh, for coming on. Please give your uh, YouTube channel a massive plug. You have five seconds. <laughs> no, thank you, Craig. Appreciate it. Good to see you, man. It's not been too long, but yeah. Um, Albert, got my own channel, Albert JTV, and Twitter handles right next to it, at AUMO57. So come and check it out, people. Give us a follow. Absolutely. Go over and support Albert. Uh, follow them all on Twitter. They've all got their Twitter handles up on the screen there. I'm sure you're all on Twitter. Um, gee, I mean, where would you be if you weren't on Twitter? I mean, come on now. 
And I want to say it's fantastic to have you back, Craig. We've well, thank missed you. Very you. Much. Thank We've you very much. You. You, know, and, uh, you know me. It's not about me. It's about everyone. Uh, it's about the people who listen. It's about you who give up your time to come and talk to me. It's not about me at all. Um, this show will be uploaded in audio probably up for tomorrow morning. Um, I might go and do it now, get my minions to work um, and get it up on the Spotify and Apple and a cast and all the good stuff. Um, where you can get your podcast from. So, tomorrow night, Arsenal-Newcastle could be 10 points clear by the time Manchester City play again. Wow. Let's hope so. Until the next time, take care of each other and up the Arsenal. Sports Social Podcast Network.